Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones A Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. A season, is it 11 or 12? 12. Episode 21. Episode 21 already. Um, we're back. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to the two presenters who are with me, who I'm just about to introduce. Uh, no George today. Um, unfortunately, uh, he's got a... Um, well, Jessica's got chicken pox. Let's get chased, straight to the chase. And no uh, Canning Town Lynn today. He's got a tickly throat uh, and he can't speak because he's coughing. So that does leave us with Shedman. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong, wrong jingle. This is <laughs> Shedman. Oh, man. Practice. Shedman. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm in. I'm in my garage. Ah, oh, sorry. I don't have that. Oh, um, garage man. Happy New Year, Nigel. Happy New Year. Um, and. Obviously, if process elimination, we've also got uh, John. Where are you? What are you doing? I'm at home chatting to yous. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a home chatting to yous? Yeah, yeah. I, I, need, I need to get George to do one. So it's just us freeze. Uh, happy New Year, John. Happy New Year. What did you do on New Year's Eve? Um, <laughs> I. Went round and saw George and a poorly Jessica. So, oh, yeah, ho- hopefully, uh, yeah, she's, she, yeah, she's got chicken pox. What did you her. do on New Year's Eve, Nigel? Um, I woke up about five minutes to midnight. What's the fireworks? And then I watched Match of the Day two. Or did I? No, that was last night. Did I? Oh, what do you think of the fireworks, Nigel? Well, I thought nothing. 
They were, right, they, they were pretty good. I, I thought it was like a party political broadcast. It was just, well, it had oh, the like the and everything. Yeah. And I watched it from, um, where was I, Charlotte. I was in North Carolina in an airport lounge. What, you could see them from there? Yeah, well, <laughs> I was streaming it on <laughs> the, the drones. News. It was the drones. He, he does drone, doesn't he? <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know where I was at midnight because I was over the Atlantic and I, I couldn't work out what time zone I'd be in when... I moved from 2020. You were flying back towards it, weren't you? I was pl- flying back towards it, and I don't know when it was midnight, and they didn't tell us. Bloody American Airlines. <sighs> anyway, I'm back in the country, and I Thank can see God for you, that. I can see you did a podcast while I was away, because I know you. Uh, I thought it was going to happen one between Christmas. You said, Nigel went, yeah, yeah, we'll probably do one between Christmas and New Year. What happened there then, Nigel? Life got in the way. Yeah. Anyway, it's terrible, that's, isn't it? It's hard when that is so last year. Let's yeah. not talk about the shitty last year that was 2022. It's now 2023. Although before we dump 2022, we do want to talk about Arsenal and Boxing Day. I I was at a beach, so didn't really. I, I was watching it on my mobile, but obviously I can't really tell what was going on. I knew we lost. So Nigel, let's straight in. Short or quick or long as you want. You were there, Nigel, were you? No. No, I was, no. It was there in spirit, not in body. You watched it, though? I watched it, yes. Yes. I mean, you could say foregone conclusion. Uh, top of the league, playing really well, didn't expect to win. Not a happy hunting ground for us, generally. My son says we had the first, we had the better game for the first 60 minutes, is what he told me. Did he? He did. Okay. Mm. That's not the way I remember it. Okay, all right. I'm just repeating what Finley says. It, it, it's, I don't know about two schools of thought about what you do when you go to Arsenal. Um, is it a free hit? That's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. it two Historically wins. for us, it probably yeah, is because we've got two, such a Two program. wins there um, since they've moved to the Emirates, um, which are eight years apart. So... The way that go, yeah, we should beat them at the Emirates. Um, whether that'll be with David Moyes or not, I don't know. But anyway, um, so it's it, it. It was one of them games where we took the lead. It was a penalty. Definitely clipped him, mm. and 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 took his fall. Yeah, I saw that. If we could have got in at half time, maybe I don't know. If if we could have got a point out of it or not, Arsenal were definitely in the in the ascendancy at the back end. That's why I don't get why Finley thought sixty minutes we were the better team. Six minutes I could have probably agreed with, uh, but not sixty. I'm but then again, there, I there don't was, do him any disservice. I'm just going to no, check no, no, my no, no, no. There was um, a, my it, message for him. I'm sure he said sixty. It wasn't the worst performance. But I suppose, I don't know. We're, I don't know if it was... There was a lot of disappointment from the lack of new faces from the teams that had lost before Christmas. But there's two ways of looking at it. Is that, th- you know, these players, majority of them were not at the World Cup, had, you know, six weeks of pre-season training again, or pre-second, whatever, part two of season training again. So... We perhaps would have thought we could have done a bit better than we did. 
wasn't I mean you you always disappointed to lose. I wasn't unexpected at the outcome or surprised. Um obviously sections of the fan base are gonna be upset after well everybody should be upset with a defeat. I'm not just gonna say that. But sometimes you do need to look at the opposition. You know, they've drawn one game and lost one game and won every other game. And hold your hands up and go, well, they are a better team than us. And they are. Whether we've gone backwards or forwards or what as a club, that's what, you know, Arsenal are. Question. Yep. Um, Declan Rice and David yep. Moyes said it was down to two sloppy throw-ins. We defended and we lost the game. It went against, sort of, they were suggesting it went against run of play that two throw ins, yeah, poorly well, defended, the, caused the, the, the goals. With Moyes, the one thing in his art, the comments, I don't, you know, a lot of people have complained, oh, all he ever does is complain about Ben Rama. And I, I generally never bought into that. But after listening to him after the game, the only person he picked out was Ben Rama. Was make as like mistake for the first goal, in but Ben Rama lost the ball, and you think there was a lot of bloody players in between Ben Rama and the goal when he lost the ball, so to just pick him out. I don't get why he does it. Why just Benny? You know, uh, Rice. His performance weren't tip top. Naturally, now the 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 the, the, the I don't know. I don't want to old people but there's a lot of people now questioning Rice his commitment mm. to the club which I think is a terrible thing to do for a player like him yeah um, and you know the man is entitled to have a bad performance bearing in mind he has been at the World Cup so he was playing he had all that to deal with Just it was just you know it was, I've seen this Lou, and, and I know people keep going on but, uh, but I think is it the worst I've seen there no it ain't you know, there was one real shocking one under Allardyce. So, but Moyes' record away from home against the top six is possibly the worst I've ever known yeah. a manager to have. Let me do a stat attack. I've just remembered, I was actually watching this one from Philadelphia in a lounge. It was the other one I was watching uh, on the beach. So... Uh, I did watch this game, believe it or not. Arsenal had 67% of the possession, which meant West Ham only had 33. They had 16 shots, five on target. We had eight shots, four on target. Uh, they had seven corners. We had five. Um, John, did you watch the game? Yeah, I did, yeah. What have you got to add from what Nigel um, said? Oh, yeah, we, we, went, we didn't expect to win, did we? They went up. They scored a goal, goal early on, which was given for offside, wasn't it? Yeah. Saka scored, given her offside. They, we got the penalty. I agree, it was definitely a penalty. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't understand how they were questioning the fact that you know, because he he was clipped and he tried to carry on. Um, I, I had just had got that little feeling of hope when we went one up and then they yeah. were given the penalty and it was ruled, ruled out for, yeah. you know, because it was an amble. It hit him on the head, Creswell on the head. So I had that little feeling of hope that maybe, you know what, 
this could go our way. We might have had a stroke of luck there, and and then the second half happened, mm. and we just like, and it was just I don't know. It's just mm. demoralising. You know, Fabianski was beat on his near post, and yeah, it was just yeah. It was, it was probably the just, best team we could put out, wasn't it? I mean, the obviously no Skamaka wasn't fit. Even that, Skamaka that make, wasn't available. Not that that makes a difference. Best team or not anymore. Um, and um, obviously a girl yeah, still suffering or, or the after effects of the virus. So we had Dawson. Is that what it is now? Has he recovered from his yeah, injury? Yeah. So they're saying they're saying that you know the, the the virus took it out of him and he's got to get up to full fitness. Um, so we had Dawson and uh, Kara. I I heard some bad things about Kara. I didn't watch the match close enough. I was watching on an iPad. To see what people were on about, um, but saying Kara's right. shit as Kara Kara's a better right back than he is a centre back yeah, in that's my opinion. What I've heard. But he's not the greatest right back either. So <laughs> you know. And um, Suchek obviously was replaced uh, in the last fifteen or well, last twelve minutes for four nails. I, I again, uh, some people seem to be pointing fingers at him in that game. Well, no, he he hasn't contributed much for a while, Suchek. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I like Suchek, and I, I mean, I don't want to be one of those that starts saying it. You know, starts booing him when he comes on or gets taken off. But Ooh. but um, yeah, he didn't. He's he's not contributed much for a while, and that's that. Then hells to the the frustration with the manager mm. when he continuously starts him. He should take him out of the firing line and. Mm. Sufel, I seem to remember someone saying Sufel was at fault for one of the goals. No, they're, they're, no one particularly done very well. Yeah. I mean, I'll be, and I'll be honest with you, sort of 80 minutes well, I stopped. Oh, the offside one, list, they're, when, they're, they're, they're looking at the, um, the equaliser. Yeah. Um, Kufel was five yards, well, no, I'm being harsh, let's say two yards behind the defenders um, but it and it highlighted for me fun enough oh, I can't remember who it was now some West Ham fan did tweet um, how good they thought well not how good they thought Kufal was that he wasn't the worst player and he thought he was West Ham's man in the match <laughs> and someone pointed out to him the, the two goals mistakes and that he'd played yeah. the on for offside and the reply from I think it was one of the West Ham fan TV boys was, well, playing a attacker on side is not the worst mistake to make, is it? And you think, well, I had to reply to him and go, well, when it leads to a goal, it I is. think it is the worst <laughs> mistake you can make. Especially if you're the goalkeeper and you're relying on your defenders to hold a line and the other three defenders all hold the line, which the other three did, and Ku fails two yards behind, that does cause a problem. A big problem, yeah. which it did. Saying that, it was good in the tackle, Kufal. Yeah, he blew it on cold. I, I'm not I mean, sure. It, I mean, he's, not, he's he's not our worst player, is he? No, definitely not. You know, and he, he plays in a, a position that you know you can be half decent and get by. You know, so he's well, Johnson just, better than him. Well, I'm not sure. 
I don't know. I can't work out either. I don't know. It's a really good question because Johnson, I mean, let's put his contract negotiations to one side. Um, He seems to have dropped in form from the Johnson we saw when he first started. I think that's part of the problem with the negotiations from what I hear. I think I think he's he's attacking wise in a, in a, in a better player. Defensively, is he or not? I don't know. I think he puts a better ball in consistently. Anyway, it's it's a game we we thought we'd lose. Yeah, right? we did expect to lose. And typical West Ham, as I said to my son, and I was talking to him after the game. You know, this is West Ham, right? They build you. We expect to lose the game. It's a bit like watching England. You expect to lose the game. Then they give you some hope by going one nil up, and then they take it away again and punish you second half. And we're having a little bit of banter on WhatsApp, and I was getting a bit carried away when I was one nil up, weren't I, with a little wager with a an American friend of ours who ha- would have had to run round his snowy yard in his underpants if he'd lost and. Arsenal would have lost um, and West Ham would have won but he had no chance of uh, oh, you offered him nothing in return because <laughs> there is because so I like expected to lose as well like... <laughs> I, I told him I wouldn't call him Negative Dave anymore for the whole year so what one of our American friends was it then Sean that you weren't naming that you the... just called him Negative Dave <laughs> uh, yeah well you know yeah you might as well just David Hold Sink. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. If I didn't say his name incorrectly, then it, they wouldn't know what I was talking about. Anyway, anything to say on Boxing Day? Can we can we park 2000 and... Uh, oh, no, of course, because the next game was still in no, 2022. I would say... I would say... He, he I don't think he should have started um, Suchek. He should have started Downs. Yeah. Downs was on the I'm, bench, wasn't it? Let's just check. I, I'm, I'm all for now. It's, it's time for Fabio. Yeah, Downs was down. on the bench. Yeah. Oh, Ariola needs to start. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I um. And I just, I just, yeah. I mean, those are a few little. Well, things. that's a great link. That's a great segue to the next game because, of course, he did try to change it up. Um, when we played Brentford, at home. Um, I think we'll start with Nigel this time. We well, uh, did last time. Oh, we did last time. Did last time. <laughs> you carry <laughs> on. Only oh, oh, because he was at the game. Um, yeah, well, I assume you, were there, the game. you were there for that one. I was there. Yes. He was. Did, did you see my son? Good to be back. No, I didn't see anyone. Oh, he was the there. Nice new long hilarious. You'll love this. Nice new long what? They built a new long bar. A oh, I heard bar. that. Um, what in our end? Well, yes, our end. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So where? So if I said to you, John, where the pick and mix was? Yeah, yeah. Is now a huge Heineken bar. They've got about twelve, fourteen people that serve. Nice. Is it all it's lager? Different, different lager. Lager, no, lager, there lager. There was cider on tap. Oh. So, um, not sure about Guinness, but um, yeah, it's it. it a good improvement, I could say. Good improvement. Good. Walk in, get served straight away. Um, I'm not sure how much I paid, though, I must admit. You just get free beers and tap your card. You don't get a receipt now, so I don't even know what I paid. 
Boycott cut the bars. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let me tell this quick story of that. So Finley's first game on his own, right? So he's taking uh, a friend of his on my ticket. So I I transferred and forwarded my ticket onto a friend of his, and um, so they've arranged their train journey and everything. <laughs> Ten minutes to go. <laughs> I'm on a beach, and he messaged me from when it actually rings me on a not his phone and says. My phone's glitched. I've only got... Um, I can't get off the lock screen. But the iPhone's absolutely crashed on the ice cream. Um, I, I, so I said, well... Okay, so I, I, I messaged Nikki Key, as you do. And go, what does that go? matter, though, Sean? Huh? What does that matter with the iPhone? What do you mean? What? He couldn't get his ticket up. Oh, so because he can't get off the lock screen, he can't get his ticket. Oh. So it, get, it gets worse. So I then go, well, it's all right. Because what I'll do is I'll download the ticket from the website, the PDF, and send it to your friend's phone. Couldn't get a signal. Because <laughs> it's five minutes before kickoff. Couldn't get a signal. Um, Who couldn't? He couldn't. Or he you couldn't, couldn't. His, his friend couldn't get a signal on, on Vodafone. What, next to the stadium? Next to the stadium, because oh everyone had arrived. <laughs> so then he tried to use the London Stadium Wi-Fi, which you all know doesn't work. Oh, no. It's the what, best connected stadium in I London. I know, so. I know. So we, do you know how, how they solve it? Uh, to walk out of the stadium, past security, walk into the park, up a hill until they get far enough, they can get a signal, download the ticket and get back again. So they missed the kickoff. I, I don't know. I think they just got in after kickoff. But, you know, Nicky came was going, well, he can go to the ticket office or he needs to restart his phone. And I'm going, yeah, we've we've tried all that, Nicky. Thanks for that. So there you go. Just a little. It is worth, right? Having proper off, tickets. Have, having a copy printed ticket because he nearly didn't get in. He, he You know, if he hadn't. Or got having a card with his season ticket on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a good idea. They should try that. Oh, it, it got worse because on the way back, I don't know if it affected you. There were no trains back to um, uh, his part of Surrey. <laughs> so he only got in about one o'clock in the morning. He had to. Oh, he got no. to. Did you know that? He had to get to no. London Bridge. Oh, but there was a train strike on. Oh, was there? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. The next Loads day, of maybe. Drove. See, it oh. was on by quarter to eleven. Oh well, he he um mm. he waited to the end, which I'm sure you're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Then then managed to get to London Bridge. Waited for about an hour and a half. Of course, he hasn't got a phone, so his mum can't talk to him, and he gets he gets home at half twelve to Epsom, and someone gives him a lift from Epsom back and gets home at one o'clock. His mum says. You're never going to West Ham again on your own. There you go. That's the story. Anyway, Nigel. How old is the boy? 16. 16. And yeah. his mum's going to him. You're never going West Ham on your own again. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I know. She forget. She forget. It was a bad start. No phone on a strike day. Can't communicate. There you go. So anyway, um, apart from that, I, did you get in all right, Nigel? Yeah. Right. Drove, but I've got a you, card. You've got I? a card, yeah, and you drove. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I yeah. didn't know there was a train strike. I didn't think there was. Oh, well, I thought there was. I don't know. There was a lot of people driving, so I think you can pretty much just guess that it's a train strike these days. Yeah. Getting. Oh, my, my daughter's supposed to be going back to college tomorrow, but she ain't. So yeah. Why? Train strike. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, Nigel, Brentford. 
We always beat Brentford. <laughs> Not. Yes. Um, Brentford. A lot, of, a lot of people thought it was make or break. Yeah. With oh, lots of rumours going around he'd been sacked after the game, even before he did his press conference, which obviously was not true. Yeah. Um, hmm, where do we start with Brentford? Where do we start? They're good, Brentford. Uh, this, this they start, are. Look, yeah, they are a good team. They're playing well. and They're a proper again, team. So should we. Let's be fair. Tony um, had a bet on himself. What? What? Let's start with the changes then. So he goes to five at the back. So he's make changes. Yeah. No. Um, no Suchek. Sorry, a uh, Suchek. No, no Suchek. Suchek. Yeah. So I'm not. You know, he's not pandered to the fan base. I'd say because at the end of the day, you can't keep picking the same players and losing games. You do have to throw and find a winning formula. Sometimes you can lose a few games, pick a player who's out of favour, and he may win you that game. Now, he brings in Emerson, puts Creswell as a third centre-back. I suppose, I don't know, some injuries forces his hand. Um, drops Paquetta. Deeper, Packeter. next to Rice. Yeah. yeah. A, a quite what a few people, you know, apparently he, he was a star for Brazil in yep. that position. I'm not sure I'd agree as a star, but he did well. He had a good game in that position he where did, he scored no. his goal. Yes, yes, but I think it's a damn sight easier when you've got, <laughs> when you got like the Casemiro next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Neymar and whatever in front of you. And, and Vinicius Jr. So... Um, so he's done in a way, or, or not, I don't think he's responded to the fans, but that's what a lot of the fans were looking to see that have been critical of Moyes. Now, the outcome was we started the game very well. Our best chance of the game, which we didn't realise at the time, Rice hits the post. Yep, saw that. Um, then they get a goal from nothing. And it's obviously a tactical. I didn't realise. I was talking to a Tottenham friend today and he explained to me actually. That's You're a friend who supports Tottenham? Yeah, I've got loads of friends that support Tottenham. Oh. That's what you do when you grow up in London. We all support different teams. Even in Canning Town, there were Spurs fans, believe it or not. Oh. Oh, no. Um, they, they sort of threw the ball into the area, but not at the goal. And I don't know if that confused us. So they threw it sort of the edge of the six-yard the, the, the board line where the, the, whoever it was heads it back because it was up the other end of me. And he seemed to edit it across. Great save by Fabianski to keep the, follow, the, 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 the first chance out. But then Tony had a tap in. And you one nil down, and you can see the frustration in Declan Rice. Mm. You know, he weren't, he weren't happy. And I think he weren't happy with the situation, not so much... You know, West Ham were playing really well. We were the team on top. We then go looking for the equaliser, get caught on a sucker punch. Creswell gets out of pace, but Emerson was nowhere. Yeah, and this is the thing. Everybody blamed Creswell, but he got caught one-on-one one with a bloke Burns for pace. You, you're looking, you know, I don't know what it was, 40-odd minutes, we're 2-0 down. And, I, and I'm literally thinking, 
how has this happened? How has this happened? But I suppose at least in the first half, we can get back into the game. The mad thing about it is we played better conceding two goals in the first half than what we played in the second half. That's why um, it hurts. You know, so there is disappointment there. That we came out two down and not, not managed to... You know, lay do, a glove do, on. Do them. you know what? I've just remembered. I think Finley was talking about this game and not Arsenal. And uh, and oh, the two right, throw-ins yeah. uh, right. comment I said yes. was about this game as well, yes. and not this last game. Yeah. Apologies. I'm just still jet lagged, right? Yeah, I was wondering what you was going. You said like thinking blimey. No, um, we. Uh, Finley was talking uh, yeah. about this game and the yeah. two throw-ins from the manager and Declan Rice right. was yeah. this game. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The 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 the, 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 the problem. You know, the thing is, it's now got to a situation where, yes, we all want to be entertained. We all want to see good football. But we've got to get results. And five on the trot, five defeats on the trot, it, 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 there's, a, this, this is a problem there. You, you can't hide from it. There's a problem, I don't know, with the management or with the players. Yeah. You know, is it, you know, Antonio Airshot? That oh, that was fault? awful, wasn't it? That was well, awful. <laughs> do you know that happens? But I'll tell you what I've Antonio did. I've seen a meme did. of that. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I'll tell you what Antonio did. Chased the ball down. Mm-hmm. Yeah? He didn't run away and hide or whatever. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of apathy in inside the ground. So there's still no Moyes out chance. If you think of... The way was there any booing at all at uh, half time or full time? Uh, half time. I t- see, this is the thing. All the boo boys are gone, aren't they? At full time. <laughs> well, you say that people will boo the situation, wouldn't they? Mm. So, I think half time it was like, "How are we two nil down?" So that What's was that? at the end of the game. All oh, right. Oh, there are some boos there. So, yeah, that's, you know, I thought I'd just recalled. Yeah, I was mainly trying to you. take a picture and I didn't realise I had it on video. Yeah. So I've got a five second clip, you know, from the 10,000 of us that were left. Hmm. Um, in, in, well, perhaps we'll talk about Moyes and afterwards. We will. We so, will talk about Moyes later on and transfers know, the, and financial news. Yeah, the, you know, it's looking forward to the financial news. Yeah. I bet you are. I bet you are. It's, it's, for me, Moyes tried to make changes and they obviously didn't work. But then again, and this is and this is the thing where, what, what, how is it? You know, Brentford have beat Liverpool today 3-1. You know, they run lucky not to beat Spurs. What is it that Brentford do that we don't? What you know, but what I would say is long term, <coughs> and I maintain this. I bet you we're a Premier League club a lot longer than Brentford ever will be. Um, mm. Which is a bold prep statement at the moment. Mm. Oh, do you want to stick that on with our other bet? <laughs> 
well, yeah, it may take well. It might not take long to catch Yeah, so I mean, I could get both this year. No, I'll stick with the one bet we got. Today. <laughs> 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 um, look, at the end of the day, the, the did we deserve to lose? Well, yeah, because we didn't. We didn't score goals. Don't say we didn't score goals. The funny thing is, and this is the thing, Moyes sets us up, and this has been one of the. I don't know if, if I've got the time to do it. Perhaps we should look at how many shots we've had this season compared to other seasons. Well, because, again, another game where, according to the stats, though I do struggle to think of it, is that we created ch- 20 chances. That's correct. Yeah? yeah. And you think, if we are creating, what do we have, six, seven on target? Well, I was just about to say that. So, quick stat attack, so I'm going to do it for 63% possession for West Ham, which yeah. means they had 37. We had 20 shots, five on target. They had nine shots, six on target. Mm. We had eight corners to their one. I mean, I think all the stats, West Ham dominated. Yeah. So, and, and you think... Well, except shots on target, they had six. So, you've got to yes. say there was slightly more clinical and... But and but then Obviously, two of them that, went in. And this is the thing I then go to: is that David Moyes' fault? No. Or is it the players? I mean, I look at it and I th- I don't want to be down on players. I don't. You know, you pull the shirt and I'll back you. You manage the club, and until you're not the manager, I'll back you. But there are players there who I think um, are just not up to it. New players. I don't think they're up to the Premier League. Premier League's a different beast. And I don't think they're up for it. In, I, I, no, I didn't watch enough of the game because this is the one I was at the beach and um, I couldn't quite, you know, get the thread of what was going on um, because there was a sandstorm going on at the same time. But, um, again, if I'm honest with you, I didn't expect to win this one. I sort of thought we'd lose it as well. I, I, they seem to be another bogey team for us. John. Yo. I, I'm hoping you watched it. I did watch it. Um, any highlights for you? Um, highlights? We, we started brightly. Yeah. It was probably our... Go against the run of play, the goal, Tony's goal. The goal did go against the run of play. Is, is he a West Ham fan? He did the old cross hammers when he scored. Did he? Well, I know he's had 30 bets on... He probably had a bet on himself, didn't he? He's in trouble. Know. He's about to be banned, isn't he? I know. He's numerous did, did he play today? No. He, he's injured, isn't no, he? I was he's carried off on his stretcher. But, um, you know, we, we started really well. It looked like we'd had a reaction because of the Arsenal game, we need a reaction, we are in trouble, there needs to be, something needs to change and something needs to happen and it looked like we were getting it and then they did score the goal, it was just a long throw in through the runner, against the runner play. Um, this The second goal, you know, alright, Emerson wasn't, but Emerson was stood next to one of their players when the bloke basically lifted the ball across past the two of them and then in front of Creswell and Creswell just got outrun and held back and just wasn't there and he scored a goal. Uh, Fabianski was going to come and then didn't come and then, you know, 
it was it was just I, I guess for watching it, it was demoralising and I guess that's what happened to them second half we were not even doing anything we were just going through the motions and it was very demoralising all round and it's is it the manager is it the players it's the manager who can affect the players it's the manager who can G up the players it's the manager who yeah. can pick the players that are doing it for him or not doing it for him it's the manager that still picks yes. the same players that aren't doing it for him week in week out and you know we all know there's only one way it can really go they're not going to change all the players they're going to have to change the manager and well we're going to talk about that um but it was a yeah, financial update obviously yeah, it was uh, you're looking forward to it. i am looking forward to it i, I mean i i i mean paqueta paquetar however you want to say it he has got something but then I, I, I thought Vlasic had something and I thought Haller had something and, you know, these players just seem to come to us, yeah, fall away and then go somewhere else and become good. And I, what, what's yeah. what's the reason for that? I don't know. Skamaka, I think, has got it. I think he's another one who, you know, he, he, he's got, he's Iv, Ivan Tony-ish. Yeah. But you know, does he does he not get the service? Does he does he not make the runs? Does he what is it? I don't know. It's just frustrating, isn't it? It's just what did you it's, think? It's just after, so... well, how did you think after you you lost? Were did you get the ump? Get in the mood? Yeah, no, I just yeah, no, it just gives just, you the ache, doesn't it? I yeah. just like it's just it is so West Ham. Predict- I mean, it was predictable. I, I I had this feeling. I don't know why. I just thought. I we didn't think we'd beat Brentford. No, that's exactly I mean, how I thought. I thought, we never beat Brentford. Why do we I, think we're going to suddenly, in the luck we've had lately, why do we think we're going to turn over Brentford? I don't, I don't think we're going to be Brent, beat Brentford, but, I, you know, it, something's, it's got to change. You know, we, we can't, we are predictable. We are, and we, our, our better seasons we've had recently are our ability to withhold the pressure or withstand the pressure and attack people on the break. Yeah. And we can't put, we can't play like that anymore. People understand that's what we do. People, we've, we've finished sixth and seventh or whatever. And so people set up differently against us. So we've got to change how we play. Mm. And the players he's brought in represent a need to change the way we play. And, you know, it's, it's just so... Overall, the, all of it is just so sad and demoralising as West Ham mm. fans where you feel you've had two years of progression and you just see the whole thing just falling apart in front of your eyes again and going backwards and we're going to end up going back to square one again. Yeah. And it's just so typically West Ham, isn't it? Yeah. But, hey. Anything more to add till we close the door of 2022, Nigel? 2022. I mean, quickly, ten minutes. Would you think good, good calendar year for West Ham, or well, a poor one? If you look at the calendar year, obviously the pinnacle was for me going out to Frankfurt and watching us in a, you know, Europa League semi-final. You know, we came really close. We finished seventh. Um, 
so you can't roll up for calendar year. It's obviously been a shit season, but I don't think you can write off the whole well, year. So what's the? So if I give you the stats for the calendar year, yeah, which go on. people go. So in the Premier League, uh, despite me saying last night on Twitter we played thirty-five games, we actually played thirty-six. Website I was using hadn't had. What's this? In, this is West Ham from twenty twenty. Twenty twenty-two. So yeah. from January the first, where we beat yeah. Crystal Palace three-two. Uh, we won 11, drew 6 and lost 19. Uh, that's 39 points in the mm. Premier League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that, that shows you where we are. It's poor, but I'll tell you what, nine seasons out of ten, you stay up. Right. Okay, so it's poor, but... You don't die as such. Now, is it offset by the cups, though? Because here's the thing. You get nothing from finishing 6th or 7th, but you get a trophy for winning a cup. Now, we didn't win the cups, but in the cups we played 18 games. We won 12 of them, drew 2, but we lost on penalties to Blackburn. Uh, and then lost four. So in total, we played 54 games, won 23 and lost 23, and drew eight. We scored 70 goals um, in that time. Just trying to find what it was. I think we conceded about 60-odd. So, um, this, as, a, as a calendar year, and I know seasons are not played over calendar, but, but there's a lot of people been making the fact that the rot started in November or December 2021. This is what people are constantly putting out there. But when you look at the calendar year as a whole, it's what I would class as just below an average for West Ham. It's not as bad as people were painting it. And the people that are painting it bad are the people that have been banging the drum to sack David Moyes for weeks. But is it, when it goes like, <clears throat> not as bad, but is it in relation to the two previous seasons that he had with us? It, well, is, a, it is a it is a downward trend. Yes. And, if you, and the cup thing is, is it's acceptable. But, you know, you look at some of the teams we've played in the cup, especially in this conference, you know, the, the level of, of the January. teams we're playing. Yeah, I mean, in the middle of January, we were sitting fifth in the league with 38 points. Yeah, after yeah. 22 games. And then, if you look at the league table now, we're 17th out of the yeah. bottom three on goal difference. Yeah, we're on 14 points, isn't it? So, and the goal difference at the moment is minus nine. Where... You know, I think it was plus seven or eight. And and, and it's it's also uh consistent same again, same again, same team, same format, same things, same and same and same again. It's like is is and Amstring. The one thing about Brentford quickly I will add was where I I really did and Reverend John will bow me out because he had to listen to me moaning about it is He's got five substitutes here to make a change. You're 2-0 down. 
to only make two substitutions. Yeah. What does that say to those on the bench? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does it say? You're shit. Well, it, you know, it, it, it ain't a good look. And 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 this is the, the the worry for me. You know. And this is the thing. We can all go. Oh, it's all on the Everton game for him. Realistically, which is another three games. Funny enough, but for me. I don't think he'll get to Everton if he loses the next two. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I just... I think if he loses the next two, he's gone. Yeah. Because three points out of the next three games is still not good enough. I can't get an answer on the six-game rule. No. Which maybe is telling in its own way. Yeah, because the the, the thing is, the six-game rule... The six-loss rule. Yeah, the six-loss rule in a row was something he probably told you when we wasn't in the middle of a bad run. Correct. It was one of them off-the-cuff flippant things, yeah, that you keep throwing at him. Well, it has been repeated this season. Yeah, but he's repeated. And now we're so close, we're at five. And and this is where I'll I'll pull you up, yeah? Go on. Why is it repeated this season? Did David Sullivan offer that up, or the senior source, sorry, offered that up without prompting... Or did someone oh, ask him about obviously it? Obviously, whoever the senior source is was prompted is a with a question. Difference. And we weren't at when five When someone at the time. comes to you and you yeah. know yeah, that that person will answer the question that is asked, yeah, because that is the way that they are, when you ask that question, you are loading it for him yeah, to Yeah, 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 I answer. get that. And all I'll say so is, if I've re-asked the question at five losses after the Brentford loss, I asked the question again... I don't even get a reply. Uh, the, the, the bottom line is, is like you can talk about how many games and whatever. You have to look at it from like Everton get a point, Forest get a point, battling, battling, battling. Yeah, yeah. We don't look like well, one of the better three teams we're, in the we're league. We're going to talk about when we get to the manager bit after the financial bit. We're going to talk about the manager and what I know and. What okay, well, let's go into the financial bit, Sean. Yeah, go on, get it over. Let's get it oh, over. Well, actually, with. there was one bit of excitement, and, 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 and not excitement. many people have covered it because on the 29th of December, West Ham revealed their financial accounts at Company's House. And, um, Are you excited yet, John? The, the club sent me oh, yeah. uh, an embargo piece before. My seat. I, I was in America, and I'm thinking, oh, God, why do you I have can't to release? Wait. Why do you have to release your accounts? Yeah, I know. If oh. only people knew in advance. In yeah. <coughs> While I'm on holiday. Yeah, why, why didn't you tell me, Nigel? Why didn't you tip me off, right? I would have delayed my trip. Anyway, um, <laughs> God. <laughs> you well, wouldn't. I actually wrote a story You're saying sad. I actually do do it between Christmas and you. It's it, you know very bad, news. but it wasn't bad news. They were excellent, and and the thing I don't understand why no one's really covered this. I've covered it today on Six Foot Two. Is they're such an excellent uh, set of accounts. Uh, they've broken record. They've got rid of all their debt, and I'm surprised. And actually, I got a, um, an email while I was out in the US from Kieran Maguire, you know, the the fo- football finance guru, uh, unprompted, going, "I know people don't like GSP, but these are an excellent set of results." Now, let me quickly take you through them. Two hundred almost 253 million was the turnover up 60 million on the previous season ticket revenue was 41.3 mostly because eight extra games um from uh, 
the uh, Europa League, etc. TV revenue was up 163 million. Uh, sorry, up to 163 million. Commercial revenue, which includes hospitality, was 34.7. Again, a record. And retail club store, 13 million. Again, a record. Again, those European nights, apparently they sold more scarves than anyone else at any time before. Now, that actually was a pre-tax profit of 12.3 million. Again, the significance of that is we haven't made money since 2016. So for the last six years, we've recorded a loss. So it's the first profit. Um, this is the big one. And, and I know John has always brought me up on that. Do you know what West Ham's net debt is now? He's gone to sleep. He's muted himself, has he? John? He's probably used this to go. He has muted himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask you, Nigel. What do you think West Ham's net debt is? Oh, wow. West Ham's net debt, Sean. Surely it's got to be below 50 million now. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't it's wiped out. In fact, it's, it's a net asset. It's gone the opposite way. We wiped out 100. Thirty million pound net debt. Wow, we've got we forty-one that? million in assets now, so including cash of ninety-six point five in the bank. Is that just debt in rice, though? No, it's it's the hundred and forty million pound asset. No, 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 it's not. No, no, that's oh. not. That doesn't include player assets. Oh. This is just assets: the cash in the bank, other assets. Oh. So we've got money to spend in January. That's what people want. No, 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 no. We haven't because we we're not going to spend in January. Wait, West Ham wages were up 135.7. Uh, they were 129 the previous season. West Ham does owe 81 million to other clubs still, but that's pretty normal. Immortalisation was down. They're withholding 7.8 million for Vlasic because of sanctions, they say. The club borrowed 80 million from Michael Dale but paid 25 million back, so they've still got 55 million. So even they've got 96 million in the bank, they're still borrowing 55 million. Um, they also confirmed, and I know you've always argued with me about this, Nigel. They confirmed that after the year end, they spent 155 million, 92,000, on player fees and agents' fees on players. So 155 million with another 18 million on add-ons. So that... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The net transfer spend, $155 million in the summer. Um, the, the other thing that, of course... <laughs> The your net one. spend was 155 million. Correct. Yeah. Net spend. It's not total spend. Net spend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Do you not agree with that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not disputing it. It was just one of them figures. You think we had a budget of 150 million. They spent 155. Well, actually, they probably spent 180. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the interesting things for me is we revealed how much Daniel Kredinsky actually paid. So he actually bought 125. He paid 125 million for 20 percent of the shares in a rights issue. Then he bought. He paid 43.75 million, buying a further seven percent of other directors. Probably Golden Sullivan. I've got to work it out. I haven't quite worked it out. So that means his total investment, we now know, to buy 27 percent was 168.75 million. That values West Ham at 625 million. And Kredinsky has the option to buy more shares at that price. In fact, any director has that. Out of 168.75 million, this is the interesting bit, 105.2 million was paid back to directors or benefited directors. Only 63.5 was invested back into the club. And the reason for this is, 58 million or 58.1 million went back to David Sullivan and David Gold to pay off their long-term shareholder loans and interest. Um, 9.8, and and by the way, they earn, I know you like this, they earn 23.3 million in interest over the 12 years that they loan the club money. Uh, Trip Smith was paid back his 9.5 million pound interest free loan because it was a condition that any change of ownership, including Kredinsky coming in, he was automatically paid that back. So 9.5 uh, 9. million went back to Trip Smith. Directors in total sold shares worth 34.1 million. I don't know which directors they are. I think it's Golden Sullivan. So they got that money directly from Kudinsky. It didn't go to club. Um, and the interesting one is the club paid a London Stadium windfall tax of £2.5 million on behalf of directors because obviously it was before March 2023 and a windfall tax due. That was paid by the club as well. And the final £1 million, because I bet you're going, oh, what? you've only got to £104 million. Can I, can I just ask a question now? Yeah, I may agree. But why should the club pay that? Well, because it was most of it was probably related to the rights issue and it could be argued that everybody, all shareholders benefited, so it should be paid by the club. Benefited from what, particularly? Well, benefited from... Um, I don't know if you heard that, John. Basically, the club gave the government two and a half million pounds. In yeah. Kretinsky buy-in. Oh, it was because they got new investment in. Yeah, yeah. while there was before tax levy. 
before 2023 in the tax levy, but my thing was, surely the tax levy would be on the owners that received the money, not on the club. Yeah, surely, yeah, surely. So I would have expected Golden Sullivan, Sullivan to, to pay that. Well, yeah. well, it's it's in the accounts. Uh, and the final one, which I know will get you <laughs> get you rolled up, and it's a shame that Canning Townland's not here, is Brady um, out. <laughs> yeah, also Brady got a one million pound bonus yeah. as a finder's fee for introducing oh. Jan, Jan, Daniel Kradinsky uh, to make his investment. I don't know if you remember this. If you've got a long memory, she also got a million pound bonus for the bringing the stadium. Well, no, I think it was Trip Smith Trip as Smith. well. <laughs> what is what does Trip Smith? What is his interest? What is he doing? Well, he's he's down to. He's down to eight percent, but you know this. Oh, he's he's in it for a consortium. Right. There's it, been it, no sign of that. Here's a question for you. He's a nice guy, I hear. That you on. may need to go away and find out. Go on. Here's one. That is. In in regards, when they bought the club, we can only guess what they paid. Well, no, because there is some information on this, by yeah, the way. Right. How they how, how they, they so well. If you read David Gold's. Bear autobiography, oh, no. yeah. he says exactly how much he put in. Right, how much did he put in? That he reckons they put in a hundred million to buy fifty percent of the club. That's well. well I'm just re- telling you. I can I can show you the bit on his autobiography where it says yeah. it. It's a new chapter that he released. Do you, do you think that's true? I don't know. I I have got no other information. Apart from what's a pay- payable in, in the oh, public that, domain, I'm pretty sure at the time the club was valued at 100 million, and they only bought 50 percent of the club. Correct. Now, so, so but they but, did inject cash, in, in, uh, and if you look at this, so what right. we're saying is they paid 50 million to buy the 50 percent, and then put 50 million in to run the club. Correct. Which but, they then put as a shareholder uh, loan. No, 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 separate. But then what happened to that 50 million interest? Because year after running the club they then came out and said the debts were worse than we thought we're still over ah, but, you, debt. You got, but if you put 50 million into running hang, the club, hang on you've got to look at cash flow in the same way kredinsky right a lot of the money that kredinsky so i've just said you know although 60 what did i say i've got to look back 60 million went into um investing to li- put uh, liquid funds into the club from his investment. So when, and, and they did a rights issue before where 30 million was injected. This this money just, you know, if you keep on making losses, someone somewhere has to make, a, a, a person once told me, a senior source said, you can't keep on making losses without making profits or injecting cash, right? If you, we've made losses until this year where we made a pre-tax profit of 12 million. We'd made losses, including, I think, 80 million one year. You can't keep on making losses without either making a profit to balance the books or injecting cash. And if you look back, and it's all in the accounts, you'll see at certain points, cash was injected by the shareholders. So what what was what did our wage bill go up by? Our wage bill. So you weren't listening. Our wage no, bill. No, you just sort of said it went from this to that. But it, it, it went up. By um, about seven million, it's one hundred and thirty-five million now. Right, um, which is not outrageous, you know. Um, anyway, what did I say? Yeah, it's one hundred and thirty-five. One hundred and thirty-five point seven, John, up from one hundred and twenty-nine point four. So this report 
in the in the paper talking about where well, you said that's not true. Yeah. Oh, and I've I've spoke to a number of people. So the the one he's talking about. West Ham shareholders not motoring ahead, which I wrote again on six foot two today. Sunday people, Neil Moxley, uh, and I spoke to three people today. Um, Are these all senior sources? Two senior sources and one a club source. And so they are all related to the club and they all say the same. There are certain things, John, you know about and Nigel knows about, I can't go into, which, which is why this is not true, but it's just not true. Um, but, I'm not but, saying they won't ever sell. Yeah, they're the, not the, selling. The, the thing of saying that they will sell by March and they're motoring ahead to sell. This is one of these long-held rumours that are just going to sell out in March. I have been consistently told by two senior sources, very close to the action, that neither of them are prepared to sell. But and, do you, oh, this is my and, thing to and you. While they might sell some of it, they are not prepared to sell to make. Kredinsky or someone else a majority but shareholder. This, this is my my thing to you. Is it, you say that you know, I've been categorically told by senior sources that they're not yeah. doing that. But if they were doing that, what do you think they would say to you? I think they wouldn't answer, which is the same in my opinion, John. And I, you know, I've known these senior sources for a long time. They're opus. Um, I can't even say the word. Opus. Uh, yeah. You can't Moran. say either. Moran, <laughs> is, Moran is not to answer the diff- the questions they don't want to answer. It's just silence. They just don't answer them. They don't make up answers. They just won't answer them. It's just definitely silence. Now, I've been told there's no approach externally. And in their view, they don't know what's going on in Kredinsky's head. He's had a long history of minority shareholding, right? Even in Royal Mail and in Sparta Prague. It doesn't make any sense why he would buy. I mean, and the only the only time I think Kredinsky, he, he loves a bargain. If there's one time that Kredinsky could buy, if we're relegated, that's when I could see him buy this, thinking, well, actually, I'll take the risk and that West Ham will bounce back, so I'll pay lesser price to buy them and sell them at a bigger price when they're back in the Premier League. Yeah. He's an opportunist. You know, he, he makes... Opportunist moves in the pandemic, you know, he invested in Sainsbury's, he invested in Royal Mail to... to well, Sainsbury's was an opportunist, wasn't it? Because during the pandemic, the supermarkets must have been booming. Yeah, but he made his investment at the beginning of that, before they were booming. Right. So he, he gets it. So, look, I don't... My, look, you may say, yeah, you'll be, you could have the wall pulled over your eyes... I don't believe there will be a takeover in March. I know. No, I don't. Are... I don't say that. I just like it's the way you come out and right. categorically say this is definitely that you've got to realise that they might be bullshitting you sometimes. They could you, be. You, they you could get. Be. You get. But there is another factor you know, which will come out probably in a few weeks' time, that will be a factor in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So there we go. I'm going to probably do um some kind of um financial show probably with Stel on, on West Ham Voice um, at some point you'll oh, be welcome to join it you two if you want to yeah no 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 you got to do it with Stel yeah I think I've actually I think I'm doing my hair now oh, right. no 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 don't worry we used to do it every year well, well that's no you go we're, we used to do it <laughs> we used, what you and Nigel used to do it every with, year um, yeah we used to do financial <laughs> yeah but who with no. we used to do it with Stel's lot 
the previous lot. Well, you know, perhaps I could have gone to Nick and offered it to him. All right, well, we're, we're talking after the show. Um, <laughs> West Ham... <laughs> oh, if you want to do it with me, dear. All right, West Ham are um, paying... Oh, we are paying £3.6 million in rent for the London Stadium, up from 2.8. It's going to get over £4 million this year because it's index-linked. And you'll be surprised that, obviously, the index link, which is related to reflation, has been going sky up. So, um, the the so, club, the, the owners, the stadium owners, say it doesn't even cover the cost of the uh, policing. Will and there be a matches. time, do you think, where what we pay rent for the stadium will cross the threshold to not being worth <laughs> there, there could come a time. I mean, obviously... We're paying more because we went 62500 and the index link. I mean, this has been an unusual year for inflation. But this when is the thing. You say, that, you know, we go 62500 yeah, which was a vanity thing. Let's get this right. It's yeah. a vanity thing just so we could say we had a big stadium in London. And, and that's why they did it. Those seats, bearing in mind they had to create a band six, so the season yeah. tickets 300 quid. To help achieve that, does it actually pay for the uplift? I don't think so because it it's relative, and and they're saying the cost of wages have gone up. They've always got to pay the London living wage. The cost of wages are going up, so actually they're paying more. Um, they're saying our fans are unruly, and because they have a poor behaviour, they want to ask West Ham to pay more. So their costs are going up to over three hundred a game. Now, if you look at it, we played 28 games last season. Is that right? Home games? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, sounds about right. 19 so, in the league. So they're saying average of 250,000 a game. Four, five. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, 250,000 a game is uh, $7 million. <laughs> Just in stewarding and operational costs, seven million without the heat, electric, pitch maintenance, etc. See, and this is where they go wrong. If they, if you know, and we're paying four million, so you got there's no way we're ever going to catch up, really. Yeah, but Nigel. in business, yeah. If 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 you was a business and you had that deal, you would then go look at the people that made that deal in your name and be looking to sue them. Yeah, well, yeah. well, they. Are, I think they are trying to sue. They've tried to sue the legal advisors to help them put the deal together. Oh, right. Yeah, that's ongoing. What, anyway. What about the Mayor of London at the time that signed the deal? Well, I don't think that can really... He was a politician. I don't think you can sue politicians. Oh. And it will come down Who to legal advisors. Uh, Boris Johnson. Oh, yeah. Of course it was. Um, the last bit, which I've written an um, article. I've been busy today. I don't know if you noticed. Um, I is I've even read a few. Uh, the Hammers have made a provision in the account oh, for relegation. Um, yeah, I did read that one, <laughs> funny enough. So what they've said is... Look, it's, I, good, it's good to be optimistic, isn't it? It's good to be like... In the event playing. of relegation, the total credit facility Jesus is subject Christ. to certain reductions. So they're saying the £120 million that they can borrow is reduced. But they're saying... Um, they are, I mean, basically, without reading it, because you'd be bored, John, they're saying that they can they can cover, with our current financial position, which, as I said, no net debt, we're in the best place we've ever been, they can cover 12 months 
after relegation, the first 12 months, without refinancing. But they do say, and this is the important bit, it will have to include the reduction in wages and the sale of players. So they're basically just stating the obvious, yeah? We all know that well, do you know if what? you they're, get relegated, they're, you have well, to sell your best players well, and you have to cut They, they are, but do you know what? It, there is previous times where, if you remember the last time we got relegated, the owners had to throw in 50 million. This is where these yeah, well, that was shareholder their fault then, wasn't it? come from. Yeah. Well, it was their, their well you could say it would be their, their fault this time. What they're saying well, yeah, is, yeah. in the current position they are, for the first 12 months... Well, they only put 32 million in, Sean. Well, it actually is. It, it was actually when we got 50. relegated. All right, no, when sure. they got relegated, and then after that the year following we got years, relegated. Yeah. yeah, they put. You're right, but in total, in shareholder loans, they loaned about. 50 yeah, but million. that was over four or five years. Over three million. years. Three yeah. years. Yeah, between season, 2011, 2011 and 2014. Yeah, which happened four to be years, maybe. Why did they only put 32 million in? That's what not was, what was needed. What, what was that figure? I How don't know. Did they come to that figure. I don't know. You, you, you're going to tell me. Yeah, it was a drop in income from Sky TV. Oh, there you go. 30 million drop in I income. mean, it's a massive drop. Don't get me wrong. It's even worse um, now. The drop in income, in fact, I'm, I'm writing a story and I've asked uh, Kieran, yeah, what, which just, West, what it, would West Ham be? Well but Sean, look, honestly, yeah. we've just had two of our best seasons. We've been progressing, progressing, progressing. We've got to a European semi-final we're down at our last 16 in another European tournament mm. and we're talking about relegation. So can we start talking about the manager now? Let's talk about the manager. Right. Um, the manager, as I know, you know, everybody's been crying out time. And, and I think if I ran a poll today, probably the majority would say it's time for David Moyes. Um, I'm still firmly... Time for David Moyes what? To go. To, oh, for a change my my information is no um they're backing the manager um the the and, and nigel wrote an article on this that um there are no obvious candidates available and if david moyes was unemployed he'd be the exact kind of manager that they would be looking for don't shoot the messenger. I'm just repeating what I was told. In the meantime, but you see, so when you you state that they you're told by senior sources, no obvious is obvious managerial replacements are available. Yes. And then we say, what about him? And what about him? And you say, yeah. well, they, they said no, but they haven't stated that they're not available. No, well, you, you've got to, you've got to define what obvious is, right? Is, is obvious cheap? Is obvious? Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's obvious cheap, well, or is it obvious that they feel that they wouldn't come there? Yeah, exactly. Is it, you know. So um, I have asked about Bielsa. Um, someone asked me about Bielsa. I'm not going to repeat the exact, but um, the answer's no. Um, right. Have you asked about Pochettino? I have asked about Pochettino. What did he say about Pochettino? Or what did uh, your senior source say? The, the answer was no as well. Based on, do we know? Uh, no. No. Um, you know, I've told there is no shortlist um, that they haven't See, gone that, out to so the market. And, I, I'm, I and, and the, think there should be a shortlist. There should always be a shortlist. Yeah. And, you should and always the consistent have a thing is, right, sort of contingency okay. plan. They're not shutting you down completely, but the consistent thing at the end, but we desperately don't want to change manager. But we oh, I can understand and, that. And, right, so I get, 
that's a mantra. I mean, as you said earlier, John, they're not going to start saying to me, oh, yeah, by the way, Sean, we've got Pochettino lined up. But we're going to give him one more game before we sack him and put him in, right? But I, I, I don't know. I, I Consistently, they're saying we desperately want to, don't want to change the manager, but... But results must change. And th- there is that always, but results must change. You know, must improve, actually. Must improve. So, you know, no one can survive forever. Time will come. I think if I'm per- talking personally, and there is a little bit of speculation here on, because I know Karen Brady and I know how she thinks and I know her relationship with this person. Oh, that that there is more likely that someone like Sean Dyche be brought in <laughs> to replace David Moyes. I'm sorry, I'm just going to call it as I see it. But be careful what you wish for, John. I, I just, I, I just, you know, when if you've got players that are like you know, you've got a starting Brazilian midfielder, you've got a starting Italian striker, you've got. Declan Rice, you've got players of this stature that are not performing and they're not doing, but you, you you want to try and keep them at your club, what do you go out and do? You go out and be ambitious with your attempt at getting a new manager or do you go out and get Sean Dyche? You know, it's just, it's beyond me. The way they run the football club is just... I'm just saying doesn't that it's my speculation me. about Sean Dyche. I'm not saying that's any inside source or I've been told Sean Dyche. I'm just saying... I know that Brady is very fond of him. She's always been very fond of him. He's available. Uh, I, <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, it's West Ham way. It's a West Ham way. Well, you Nigel, know. anything on the manager? Are you st- are you still on the fence or? Uh, you, well, no, no look, you were back in the manager last time we spoke. Nothing, Am I on my own now? Oh, no, it's, you, you obviously don't pay attention to what I ever say. No, it's of course a, I don't. I support, <laughs> I support the manager until he's no longer yeah. the manager. The king is dead long live the king, yeah? Exactly right. So, will I call for him to be sacked? No, I won't. Um, you know, sometimes people confuse my responses on Twitter to those that do as as like being a Moyes lover. Mm. And as I point out to them in some of my responses, I've never said Moyes is doing a good job. But what I try and do is counter their negativity with the opposite view. I try and hold a mirror up to what they're saying and see if it stacks up. A, a lot of places put out false information. Now, I pulled someone up on it yesterday. They, oh. quite, they quite rightly laughed because I that? made a mistake. No, don't worry about who it was because I made a mistake, but my mistake was I'm, I was one game short. The fact mm. is, is what they were saying was wrong in the amount of points per games we've achieved, which is not fantastic. But but when you're criticising people, please criticise them with the right facts, not with the wrong facts. You know, we, we're getting... People are announcing live on air. <laughs> oh, well, well that, they, you know, John got involved in that by tweeting the video. Well I, just, yeah, well, I just wanted to know if it, I was yeah, asking, you, you know. know and, and, and I see it. I thought, is it true? This bubble that wraps up the club, and and the negativity around it. Did Did you see his um, video afterwards? Where he, he yeah, I'd he imagine. Said, yeah, I, I don't think get probably fair enough. I was pranked. Yeah, exactly. yeah. these people shouldn't get personal. No, exactly right. It, I 
don't even know if you can criticise him for what he said at the end of the day. He's picked up his phone. He's been text. Um, he's, he's been text something, and he's on a show. What are you going to do? Sit there and say nothing? No, you're not. You're going to go... If I, if I had texted you that... Um, yeah, I'd have announced it. You would have done, wouldn't you? Yeah. I might try that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Was he getting stitched right up? Yeah. <laughs> but then I would have dropped you in it rather than not name myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 To be fair, I would have thrown you under the bus. Yeah. But, and, and this is the thing where it, where I used to get the, the, a bit of the ump when all these people have got their sources. You know, there was something else going around the other day. Uh, and I'll name it. I think it was Amma's chat. Someone, I, I think it originated it. There was a rumour going around we'd only won five home games in 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking, well, well, no, we haven't. And then it was five home games in the Premier League in 2022. And you think, well, no, we ain't. We won eight, which ain't great. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, let's criticise people with the right information, not with the wrong yeah. information. Well, I mean, there was all rumours that he was sacked and he was going to be sacked the next day. Um, yeah, but th- what I would say, Sean, is, and this is where it, I will pick you up on. Go on. This is what comes back to you, and and the, and the way you go about you, you you remember this six game quote. Yeah. So you then throw it back at them, get a yeah. response, publish yeah. that response. Yeah. People then think, oh, that's a goer then, that's a giver. Yeah, and they look at the six games. And that happens to be Leeds. It does, yeah. Yeah? And people were looking where actually he's not actually said that that is the case, has he? No, but, but if we lose against Leeds, he's gone. You know, I appreciate your stand, your standing where I back my manager until he's not my manager. But I hope... Uh, there's a difference between hoping and thinking, yeah? I yeah. hope that he can turn and pick up four or five points in the next yeah. three games. No, I'll, 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 mate, I'll, when I was watching, I start, I'll start against Brentford, and I just thought, good, come on, mm. we need a win. Let's mm. just, I, don't, I don't sit there wanting us to lose because I want to get rid of Moyes. What I see is us continuously being poor him continuously doing the same thing time and time again. He's not reacting. He's not managing. He's just not got an answer for what's coming at him. He's getting out-tacticianed by, you know, these managers like Brentford's manager, all these these people coming in and just doing him time and time again and him not having an answer for it. And it's... Quite looking, quite glaringly obvious that this is happening, and unless we do something about it, in my opinion, as a business owner and somebody, uh, I would try and nip something quick and do something and do it early before it gets too bad. Yeah. But what we're doing now is just again, oh, we we don't want to change. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that, and then. We'll end up doing it, and it'll be we'll be further in the yeah. in the. But this is I think this is the worst worst run we've had under David Moyes. It yeah. is, yeah. And so his first six months stint weren't great, but he came in in a failing situation, and by hook or by crook, kept us up. 
though my argument would have been I think Pellegrini would have kept us up Moyes didn't do an outstanding job but he did what was needed um, oh sorry Bilic would have kept us up yeah then he comes in after Pellegrini th- that attempt at a big name manager at the end of the day Pellegrini had won the title in his country the only manager we've ever employed that won the title it failed but when did it fail after we give him 150 million to spend my god is history repeating itself mm. but what are we left with we go back to David Moyes because he was available when we sacked Pellegrini what happens if and when Moyes goes in January well, you've you just got to look at you know I keep stating the Emery at Villa who thought mm. he'd go to Villa yeah. Who genuinely no, thought Unai Emery would go to Villa? Well, it's like the bloke that's gone to Wolves, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, the same. Yeah, um, what's his yeah. name? Bullock. Like Bullock. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I know you, you mean, but yeah, he's he's another one. So you know, in, you've got to. The problem we got now is though, they've gone. Oh, they're, they're, they've gone all day long. Would, you, about would you have taken? Oh, absolutely. Um, Can you imagine having Emery? No. You wouldn't have done Why would you... you know, well, hold up, John. What I would say is Pop, Scott Parker's record of getting out of the championship is really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Right. We'll, uh, we'll have him when, we'll have him when we get uh, relegated. He, he's he's signed a Bruges, isn't he? He's signed yeah. a Bruges, hasn't he? He's uh, done yeah. his press conference. But honestly, you know, Una Emery at Villa, you're just like... And, and everyone's, everyone just says all the time... No way. That's ridiculous that Pochettino would come to us. And you, I, I don't I mean, think it's ridiculous. I, I, I watched, I watched the World Cup coverage and he's talking about, right, he's, I'm coming back after the World Cup. I'm ready to go back in. He goes, well, I, I live in London. I'm happy in London. I'd love to get a job in London. Now, he, like Dave said on the, on our WhatsApp group, he, what could he end up, could end up going back to North London. Is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said in the, during the, watching as a, as a pundit. Well, as a pundit on the in the World Cup, yeah, he was he said, I, well, I, "I live in London. I love London." You'd hope the phone has been picked up, then, didn't you? Yeah, you so think, think? I think you're right in what you said earlier. Is that the, the the club should have a list? And in fact, I've always believed that the club should always have their eye on the next manager. No matter who the manager is, <laughs> yeah. No matter who the, you go, always got Hello. a succession plan. Sean Dyche, yeah. But you've all, yeah, you have. All right, as you never know when it's going to go wrong. Right. You have. You've always got to have a succession plan, and if you've run something mm. properly, you do. You've you've got to have all these contingency plans in place at all times, and it's just frustrating. So we, Sean, say you owned West Ham, and I'll ask John this first. But say mm. you own West Ham, yeah. Now, and yeah. this is the situation we're in. What are you doing if you get one point out of Leeds and Wolves next two league games? Uh, look, I think there does what come a doing? point. I, I think you, of course, you do line up. You have a discreet, but you don't tell anyone. You have a discreet. You go through intermediaries. You don't. You don't no, undermine no, no. the manager. Do you pull the trigger or not? <sighs> I know what I'll do. I. I I, I'm not sure, and I, I'm not trying to be difficult. I wouldn't have to know what the results were around us. So, 
I so if you're not cut adrift, you're still hanging on for the Everton game. Yeah. Right. Okay, John. Yeah. No, I I personally would have pulled the trigger before the World Cup, and I would have made every effort to get Pochettino in and have give him time over the you know, and then align him up for this transfer window coming up. Right. Or someone else who's you know, like we say, you know, there are managers out there. Even like even um, what's his name? The guy who went to um, Brighton is the Sassuolo manager. who mm. was old Skamaka's old manager. You know these these managers would come. This is the the Premier League, and we have now got like the ten best managers in the whole of European football managing in here. Why would you not want to come and have a go? Mm. Well, I, uh, me, I would pull the trigger. When? If if after the Wolves game, right? <coughs> if if we lose Leeds and Wolves, he don't get Evan for me. He's gone. Okay. But He's then get, Mark Noble's coming in to sort it all out, isn't he? So well, we started today. Yeah. This is the thing. Noble's for me though. He's got a close relationship with. With Moyes, is going to muddy it all up or what? Yeah, no. It, 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 in a way, it does, doesn't it? It, it, you know, it's. I I disagree with sacking him before. I I do think, out of respect for what the job he's done, he's deserved to to take us into January. It's and Europe muddies what, the what is, as well. What is Mark Noble going to do job. for for results? Nothing really. He he's there no. as a. Go between. What what can he do to improve results? The answer is nothing. nothing. Some some fans seem to think, oh yeah, well wait till Mark Noble gets here and he's going to change things around. That's oh, it. Mister West Ham, but he, 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 he his only thing can be some influence on the direction of football, surely, and and that has got to be. I don't think he has. You, there's no he's, way Mark Noble walking into David Moyes yeah. and saying. You can't undermine the manager here. I think you need to change. Any manager. No, agreed. He's he's got to be a go-between between the board, because I don't think relations are that great anyway, as you know. (laughs) Any relationship. Um, Which is why you don't see many pictures of of the board with with the manager. But also, he's there to build for the future and and take the academy under his his wing. I think he's going to do more from the academy... Uh, and be a, a basic go between between the manager and the board. That, that's how yeah. his role. All right. Do you think but, he could he could like tell his own son you're not good enough? Uh, I would hope so. Do Do you know anything about his son or no? Don't, good he is? No, no, this is a hypothetical. Thing yeah, no. I think there is a bit of nepotism as there was with um, his, his son's far too young to. To actually be classed as not being good enough, or yeah. But yeah. when push comes to shove, what's his name? Lenny. Oh, Lenny. Is it Lenny. Yeah, Lenny. I hope he is. I hope he's good enough to. Anyway, shall we move on from manager to transfer news? Go on then. Go on. Let's then. do it. Well, the, the answer is we're not right, getting anyone. To, to, well, we, anyway, we've, we've been, been uh, more than just a podcast. Yeah, then. Good we've been linked to. Uh, we're leading the race for Michael Keane. There's this Russian Rus Ruslan Muskostrovsky. I've been told. First, we've heard of it. Michael Keane from Everton. Yeah, 
that's what apparently we've been linked with Calvin Phillips. We've been linked with we've got an interest in Andy uh, Delort. We we're looking to get a cheeky loan for Harry Maguire. Delat or Deloitte. Deloitte. Yeah. And is he not one half of an accountancy firm? <laughs> no, it's not Deloitte. They're not Deloitte. Deloitte. If we get two call in, do we get Deloitte? D E L O R T. Deloitte. Oh. Who's he? I don't know. But let me tell you what's <laughs> common with all of these. They're all bollocks. Because David Moyes has said, I'm not really doing any business unless injuries force us to. So we haven't really got any money because we spent all the $155 billion. And every time, look, people come to me and they go, can you ask about this player? And can you ask about this player? And me being a mug, I do. Um, and the answer is, no, not at this juncture. Not, no, we didn't, first we've heard about it. A bit premature to talk about. So there is nothing doing in the moment. And look, I know the way the washing machine works. Papers have to print transfer rooms, including West Ham. And so do the YouTube channels. And so do Six Foot Two and whoever else. But the answer is, and I know this is boring, but there's nothing going on at the moment. Well, to be honest with you, I wouldn't expect... And he said there's nothing. Twice or three times he said. Given our transfer window in the summer, I wouldn't expect us no, to buy exactly too much said. businesses. Yeah. This, yeah. So, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Um, it's all bollocks. We've got to do one infomercial before we do um, uh, uh, predictions. And that is... Kenny Townland is not here, so we'll speak on his behalf. The excellent, excellent film, now available on Amazon... Or called Academy Seventy Four. Is it called Academy Nineteen Seventy Four or just Academy Seventy Four? Academy Seventy Four. Academy Seventy Four. Do you want me to do it? Well, Why don't you do it? Yeah. No, go on, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have downloaded it. I have watched it, but now <laughs> you you're going to. So it's about the Academy team in Nineteen Seventy Four, and it's got. Well, you, I'm, I'm going to do a really bad job for selling it here, but it's got uh, Alvin Martin in it, and it's got uh, Alan Kopersley in it. A lot of other people who I can't remember their names, um, and it's a story of um, their experience uh, starting off at West Ham. <laughs> That's a really crap sale, isn't it, Nigel? Download it now on Amazon or rent it, as yes. I've done and Nigel's done. Yes, it's uh, it's 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 less than a fiver on Amazon Prime, and it's well worth it. Twofold, it's, it is a good story of not just the players that made it, but the players that didn't. And the era of our youth team was running a club like that. Um, also, what it does is, by paying for it, is you support Len and, and the work that he's done in over a year. It yeah. takes a lot of effort and, and everything. And... You know, this is not criticism of the people that I'm talking about, but if you think paying for information is worthwhile cause, then surely paying for a man's love, sweat and tears at times to make the films is worth paying for as well. Hmm. Um, I, I should have mentioned Jeff Pike and Paul Brusher in it too. Alan Kirbishley. Alan Kirbishley, I mentioned. Alvin Martin, Jeff Pike, yeah. Paul Brush. So basically... You've got the team that reached the FA Youth Cup final in 1975. Um, a team of 
16 or 18 year olds uh, some came to the club about 50% were local boys when I say local boys from within two to three miles of Upton Park um, some were from further afield in Essex and then we had a you know a few out of towners Alvin Martin <laughs> being one Al Camille being another and uh, the Scottish bloke who names escapes me. Um, Don't ask tainted. me. Yeah, a bit tainted for me because obviously my cousin was one of the players as well. So I knew a bit of the story and he was one that didn't make it. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, to, to, to listen to the, the best stories are from the players that didn't make it rather than the ones that did. Um, though, the, the, um, and, and seeing, you know, the com the camaraderie of a football team from 40 years ago getting back together again. At a time when the club was at some of the greats, and it was also great to listen to stories about how, even though they were the youth team, they associated with the pros, which I bet does not happen now. Does not happen now. Um, the stories of Bobby Moore and Billy Bonds and the way they were treated by the senior pros um, says a lot about the way the game's evolved. Well, I, I've just made a teeny URL. Um, so if you want to get the link to the film, if you go to teenyurl.com slash academy74, you'll get the link on Amazon. Uh to be able to rent it or buy it. And I'm just going to read the blurb just because I did such a crap job. It says, two West Ham United youth team players organise a reunion 50 years after joining the club and regale of the influences Bobby Moore, Ron Greenwood and John Lyle. This documentary film illustrates the stark differences between the day's academies and the original modern West Ham Academy team that spawned three FA Cup winners and a manager, along with a Millwall legend. And if you want to find out who the Millwall legend was, you're going to have to watch the film, people. There you go. Was that one, one hour, 22 minutes, by the way, the film is? Was that a better pitch that time, Nigel? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's quite funny because the, the Millwall legend doesn't feature a lot. No, no. Um, and the reason for that was <laughs> I know. perhaps some of the Millwall fans didn't appreciate him when his name got leaked out. But I find it strange that this man's in the top five, possibly, of Millwall legends, top ten definitely, that their number one legend of Millwall also came through the West Ham youth team. And so it's a shame that he, he, he felt he couldn't take part in the film because it would have added something else to yeah. it. And people forget he only played for Millwall three, four years. He also played yeah. at Rangers, Southampton, Brentford. I think another team yeah. as well. So he did the now, right. you haven't done one thing and I haven't done one thing. Uh, it's got no reviews yet, so you'll have to do your review. And I will do my review to be the first two reviews. So if you do it, Please Which give it a review. So on the web page, um, or or on TV, you can do a review of it. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna do a review later on and do the first review. Yeah. Five stars, people. After you watched it, so pay for it and give it five stars. Uh, and that includes you, John. By the way, do your bit. 
for uh, independent filmmakers, yeah? Will do. Do you think there's a market for things like John? Is it something that do you think? Forget <coughs> that Lennon made it. Just say you didn't know Len. Is it not something that you would see as an interest or is it? Yeah, it would have probably grabbed my interest when I was scouting through it and found it. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, five is not the end of the world, is it? There's not a lot of money in it. It's, it's but five, you know, from from I did, I, <coughs> yeah, I think the interest is there, and it's a it's a but it's it's a very particular market, and it? it's not very expansive. So whether the the figures would ever work out, it's, I don't know. It's a it's a bit like books. I was talking to <coughs> Labour of Love. I was I talking think so, to yeah, it is a Labour of Love. Um, Ex West Ham employee earlier today, and I don't know if you know he's got a book out. And, um, well, <laughs> you're gone. He didn't write it, but he's, no. he's promoted it. And but he, he, him and Dave and this other person who does stuff published it, and um, and and you know it's it's sold over four thousand copies, but there's not a lot of money, right, for the efforts involved. There is not a lot of money in selling books. And that, by the way, he was number two after Mark I'll, Noble's book. I think the man that wrote the book was very clever in getting them names on it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But he, I'm I just saying... Think Sid Little, not Sid Little. It's not Sid, Sid Little. Lambert. That's it, Lambert. Um, um, but do you know does, what? It was number two after Mark Noble's biography. There is not a lot of money. All I can tell you, I'm not going to feel the money because you told me in confidence. There's not a lot of money publishing no, books, not. even when you sell thousands of them. And it's no, number it's two in West Ham category. No. So before you do one, I know you've always wanted to write it, but you've got to write it for vanity. Yes. And not for profit. Yes. Anyway, I think that's us today. Is it? Is it not? Anything else before we do our no. goodbyes? And right, well, that's we've got um, some football games. When we're, we're probably recording next Monday, we've got midweek against Leeds. Yeah. And have we got a game as well against Brentford well, away? We've got, we got Leeds on Wednesday and we've got yeah. Brentford in the Cup. Or oh, the weekend? Saturday. Okay, Which well, let's do both of them. Let's start with you, Nigel. I love the FA Cup, I must admit. Are you going? No, Leeds. It was one of them where... I, 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 I weren't up with when the tickets went on sale. Because you don't get an email from West Ham. They email you... Mm. about all types of crap but they never email you the dates away tickets go on sale why do they not do that don't know something you could mention to I want to find out yeah I find out everything for every bloody thing emails about buying crap key rings and t-shirts we don't want but something fans would find informative like sale dates for when you got points why not send an email? Because I don't read their website. Oh, but anyway, I'll, I'll ask. I'll tell you what, I'll ask. Leeds are going for a, a draw. Oh. And uh, he, he, he doesn't get the six-game loss. Saves the owners a bit of dilemma there. And then I think Brentford is going to put nobody out and I think we'll get hmm. It saddens me because yeah. it's the FA Cup. John, I've just read your message, by the way. I was talking to you. You, you went for we during my financial segment. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. And I asked you a question. <laughs> did I tell her that? And you were just okay. muted. Now yeah. I know where you were. I can't believe. There you go. 
please don't go for Weez during my financial segment. Anyway. Well, it seemed an ideal opportunity for me, Sean, <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, John, I think a shit would have been better. Right? <laughs> I'm going to oh, take. Right. I, 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 I was going to have a little snooze. Sorry, did I say, perhaps I should have said a number two. There you go. Right. Uh, uh, go on. I watched, uh, I actually watched Leeds Newcastle yeah. on, at the weekend. I think Leeds were pretty good, so I think we're going to get done 2 1. And I think we will lose against Brentford. Oh, two losses. Two losses. I, I'm going to say one nil win, one nil win. I, I just, I, I want to show, I want to be optimistic. New year, two wins, and I, I just hope I'm, I'm right that we can. It will be narrow. It won't be a, you know, we're going to have to grind out results, and, and I hope grinding out results is what we're going to do in January. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're back. We should be back next Monday. Back to normal. Well, I'll be on. Um... Claret and booze. Are we? When will yeah. you be that? After the Leeds defeat. Sorry, yeah. after the Leeds <laughs> <laughs> uh, We need to do a financial... Wherever we're going to do it, we need to do a financial presentation like we did before. Um, you tell me the platform we're going to do it. I did speak to Stell earlier. Oh, we'll do it with Stell. Yeah, I mean, I thought we should, really. Let me know when it's on so I can <laughs> not watch not it. not watch it, <laughs> yeah. We'll let you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been Sean. Nigel has been... In his garage. And John has been... Just happy to be here. Yeah. Download, rent or buy Academy 74. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.